100% focused on only the things that were gonna get me to success and nothing else. So I was 100% focused on training, nutrition, sleep, and managing my stress. Welcome to the Winners Find A Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. This is episode 19 with Ann Gaffigan, Focusing the Journey, part two of two. Ann is a former American record holder in the 2000-3000 meter steeplechase. She ran the steeplechase at the University of Nebraska, and she won the 2004 Olympic trials when the event was just an exhibition for women. And after competitive running and ending her career in 2008, she co-founded the website Women Talk Sports and started her own web development company, Gazelle Incorporated, and has been doing that since 2004. I love discussing with Anne how managing stress and focusing on things that bring success, best self and self-care, and facing adversity. And she had many things along the way and many things possibly hold her up, but she kept moving along. You'll love this final episode with Ann Gaffigan, 19, 2 of 2. All the new information and experience that you have. Yeah. You may end up here, you may end up here. You know, you know who knows? But yeah, why limit yourself to this destination if it ends up not being the right one for you? I never looked at it that way. That's really unique because I, I do like to tell people, when I was, uh, from the time I was 22, uh, let's say 23, uh, until the time I went into the World Series at 25 in 1995, I moved, I think, 19 times in that time. So you, when you talk about the way, wow. like the way to yeah. the World Championship went through 19 different cities. You couldn't right? have planned that. You can't plan that. Like you're like, oh, you know what I should do next? You know what the next opportunity is for me on my way? Yeah. It didn't feel like the next opportunity sometimes, right? Yeah. I, yeah. The other thing I want to talk to you about that I thought you were really, that, that probably, this is, when you're losing, it's stressful. It's not good, right? When things right. are going your direction, one of the things you said kind of really hit me is like managing stress. It's mm-hmm. very important in the game. It's very important in your path. Let's talk a little bit about that. What was the intent and what's your mindset for that? Yeah, well, I mean, at that point in my life, my stress would come from school, mostly. Um, And, you know, some personal life stuff, too, but mostly from from school and balancing that with training like a competitive elite athlete. It's really hard. You know, it's uh, I don't think if you haven't done it, it's really hard to understand how hard it is to be a student athlete. It's it's really difficult. And so um, my stress came from that. And managing it meant being completely on top of my game from a time management standpoint. Yes. You know, as soon as you get an assignment, you start working on it because if you leave it to the last second, that's how you stay up till 3 a.m., which is how you have a crappy workout the next day, which is how you get sick. And so, you know, you just you had to stay on top of your day and use every minute in a way that was effective. And honestly, it's it's very difficult. I knew that I could do it for a semester, right? But then like, if you, if you're trying to do that 365 days a year, you know, it's, it's a fast track to burnout because it's so you have to be so disciplined. And in life, I think, you know, I have to manage that too, because life can get very busy when you add add family to it and friends and career and, you know, all of your personal goals and stuff. Um, Children. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, You have to make sure that you're not letting yourself get overwhelmed and that you're also reacting to everything appropriately. 
you know, mm. sometimes I can identify that I'm, I'm overreacting to stuff and it's because my, my bandwidth is, is stretched really thin yep. and you just got to figure out, okay, what are you wasting energy on and time on that needs to drop right now? And really think, getting disciplined about that. I think it's one of the toughest things about women leaders, right? You know, you get obviously leadership, more responsibility, right? And like, like women already don't have enough, right? Like let's, <laughs> let's add on a few other layers, you know, of this thing. And it's just, there's nothing easy about it. I had Jim Ayers on the show. He's the former president of Amway North America. And, you know, he talked about that. He's like, you know, if I got a resume, I take athletes every time. Student athlete who, who has to sacrifice, who has to give up things, who knows exactly how to prioritize, you know, time management, like, you know, like, yeah. hey, my, my, my onboarding and training in the first year is like, it's easy for them. Like, this is nothing. It's like, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, how do I do all that in the time? And they're like, yeah, it's just, what, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going to do all this and go to the gym at 10. <laughs> yeah. They got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you have the desire to, if you have the desire to achieve that part, you figure out, you know, and so having to figure that out as an athlete, you know, in college is, has been really beneficial to my life even the physical stuff. Like when I talk about needing to prioritize sleep and nutrition to yes. PR on the track, that's also how you feel good in life and like get through a long day with enough energy to still focus on the things that matter, you know, to still yeah. be alert at a, in a four thirty meeting at the end of the day, that's pretty important, you know? Yeah. Um, and then to switch your brain to, you know, mommy and spouse mode on the way home and, not just show up completely unavailable for the people that you love. Right? right. So not easy. Christian and sleep and stress management are every bit as important for me now as they were when I was competing. Well, and, and you think about that lesson from that and, and transferring that into, um, you know, COVID we go through a pandemic and now all of a sudden, Everyone, your heightened level of your immune system is becoming very important. And your immune <laughs> yeah. system is, is basically garnered and gained by rest and nutrition. Right? So exactly. you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like how I'm yeah. taking care of myself all of a sudden plays a much bigger role in some things in prioritization that I think a lot of people we just overlook, right? We're just kind of like, yeah, I'll just eat the Snickers and you know, another bag of potato chips. Like, wait a minute. Like there's, there's, there's potential here of, of serious challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it takes work, it takes forethought, it takes planning, you yes. know, but I do think that all my years of prioritizing the things that matter and also just going through adversity and then figuring out how to get through it and win anyway, um, it gives you like a, almost like a resume, you know, it gives me like a core belief that even when I'm feeling really overwhelmed and nothing seems to be getting handled the way I'd like, um, I know that I'm going to figure out a way, you mm. know, because I have before and I just have to get my mind right, you know, get through that process of, of, you know, reacting and then figuring out what the next steps are. And, um, I think, you know, having that faith in yourself is really important. Well, I think when we talk about winners, find a way part of that confidence is, is I've done it before I've been yeah. down and I found a way before. <laughs> so I'm not. Yeah too scared of, Hey, it's not going well. I'll figure it out. Like I'm going to, yep. I'm going to work at it and get it right. Um, let's, let's, let me ask you a question. What do you think you got, you got a lot of powers, right? Like you're, you're, you're <laughs> a world beater, right? So 
What do you think the superpower is that separates you from others and catapults you? Superpower, huh? Um, I think it's a, I think it is a core, really strong belief in myself and also in other people. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I believe there's always a solution. I believe there's, there's always a resolution. You know, we just haven't figured it out yet sometimes. Yeah. And I think that that belief leads to a level of persistence and resiliency. And also, um, I think it motivates the people around me. You know, if I show that belief in them um, and I feel like together we're going to find a way, I, I think that's probably the first thing that comes to my mind. And I think it feeds most of what I do. And so if there's, if there's anything else that might be considered a power, it probably stems from that. Do you think you're an optimist? Yeah, but with a heavy dose of realist. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm not right. I'm not a, thought... I'm not a, I'm not a everything is great all the time type person. Yeah. I'm a, let's look at what the reality is, but know that, that we're gonna figure out how to get through it. And make it better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've held, you know, it's interesting about the, the sleep and nutrition. I'm terrible about sleep. I need to be better for sure. And it's it's a challenge. It's not as oh, easy as saying I'm going to sleep five more. <laughs> right. For some people, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> well, you should be sleeping hard. It's five yeah, Well, <laughs> it was, there's no excuse, right? But like it is, you have got to be, um, you know, our house. I mean, when you have seven people running in a house, right? It's, yeah. It's always been how you run it is is pretty critical. But uh, my wife is is highly well educated nutrition development health. And she feeds us so well. And I got to tell you, like, I don't get sick, like, ever. <laughs> like, and when I am, it, like, knocks me down for, like, two days. But it's, like, every four years or something, right? And, yeah. And, I, and I'm, it's, like, a superpower. Like, when people go, hey, you know, can you catch this flight and be here and, and jump in the morning and do this thing for us? And I'm, like, yeah, I'm on. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. I, I think, like, I think my little trump card is, like, let me just throw my nutrition because, like, I don't. You know, I don't yeah. put stuff in my body that's, that's going to hinder like the next day and, and like stay with you like, and, right. and, and beat you down. Right. So yeah. I've, I've used that n- nutrition side forever that yeah. I just don't um, go. Now that doesn't mean I don't have a sweet tooth or something like that, but sure, yeah, really yeah. tough things that, you know, you can't recover very quickly from. I just don't have them in my system. Right. Yeah. It's just getting it right on a, you know, 80% of the time and being really consistent, you know, it's not about, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, every Sunday making out my three meals a day and putting them in the fridge. I mean, I love to be that person, but I'm not, uh, but I am planning to the extent that I'm not going to get home, you know, at 7 PM and have nothing but, you know, um, microwave dinner a jar of peanut butter to spoon out of. Yeah. Like I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing enough to make sure that I can, I can get what I need. I'm yep. consistent enough that I don't let myself get, you know, behind hydration is a part of that too, you know, so planning hydration and really just developing good habits. Cause then it's not, it's not sure. It's not like, Oh, yeah. I have to eat a salad right now. You know, or, Oh, I have to eat well, vegetables. It's like, this I, is what's in my fridge. You know, 
I always loved, you know, being in Europe uh, with, uh, you know, this, the standard operating of stop by the market and this is the vegetables and stuff I need for tonight. Right. And it's like yeah. fresh produce and like, we're mixing it up and this is the plan. And, and it was like, mm -hmm. wow, like there's, yeah. some, there's some real value to that. Nutrition. There's plenty of McDonald's over there too, but What's yeah, that? you're right. <laughs> And so there's plenty of McDonald's over there too, but you're right. You, <laughs> that too, you can right? find the good or the bad. Yeah. Yeah. That and Kentucky fried chicken, like they're booming, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, so what if if uh, a core value or belief or action that you took when you were down that turned things for you? What do you think? Is there some value that you'd like to pass on to people um, that you just say, "Hey, listen, when things go for me, like I can always turn to this value. Like I, I get back on course this way." Um, one of my favorite quotes is from GI Jane. Yeah. And it's, uh, sure. yeah. And the master chief is reading from his book and he said, and he reads, I feel like it's a, um, it's a poem. He says, uh, I never saw a wild thing feel sorry for itself. Something like a frozen bird will fall dead without ever having felt sorry for itself. And so I don't know why I just always love that quote but I love the movie so I think that's part of it but yeah. for me like I let myself mope around when I'm upset about something for a certain amount of time and then after not too long I let myself do that you got to get it out you know you got to go through your process I eventually just like that quote comes into my head mm -hmm. like I never saw a wild thing feel sorry for itself meaning yeah. you're the wild thing stop feeling sorry for yourself yeah you got to get up and go for start it. Start facing it and, and deal with it, you know, and that is an empowering quote to me. It's not a stop feeling sorry for yourself, like demeaning quote. It's an empowering <clears throat> quote because of that wild thing piece. Yeah. And it just motivates me to be the person that gets through this and sees the other side, as opposed to letting it consume you and walk all over you. So kind of taking the power back. I want to take some, that's awesome. I want to take some quick fires at you on a couple of questions. Cause I know we're running out of time, but, um, so few women in tech, do you see that trend changing? I do. I do think it's getting better. Um, I think it's been socialized enough that people are talking about it. There are a lot of great programs across the country. Um, I actually have, uh, there's an intern at dimensional innovations where I work right now that is here because I taught her how to code in, in high, when she was in high school through a volunteer teaching program. Mm. So, I mean, those things matter and they, they have a long-term effect. So sometimes you don't see like a huge, huge um, result right away, but they do have an effect. So it's still a problem we, we, the numbers are still not great, but I do think it's getting better. So mentoring is a near and dear to your heart. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, you've had a lot of success and won a lot. What's the biggest, what's, the, what's the best battle that you've conquered in your lifetime? Probably just my own demons. I used to be so hard on myself mm. and just very kind of condescending and mean in my head. And I feel like I took that energy and turned it around to be, to fight for me instead of against me in a mm. so like reverberate in my life. Huh? Bad self-talk. Yeah. Um, how'd you turn it around? Um, a lot of fighting in my head. I mean, I remember in, a lot of fighting in my head, which yeah. these two voices. I mean, I remember in uh, high school doing this like project for some class and it, and it was like, you draw something and you write a, you write something that fits within the drawing. And, 
um, it was about this war between these two voices in my head mm. that were, you know, positive and, and negative. Yeah. And so I feel like when I look back, I think, well, it's good that I acknowledged that it was happening. Right. Yeah. Like as a high school, I acknowledged it was happening. I wrote about it. And, you know, not that I steadily made linear progress, but throughout my life, I've just, I've battled with that voice. And over time, yeah, it's become a, you know, a winning battle. Whereas she might, she might like rear her head now and then, but I know how to deal with her. Yeah. And the default is not her. It's the, it's the voice that knows, you know, that motivates me and that kind of thing. So um, I think that's a battle that anybody can overcome. It just, it's a, it's an endurance event for sure. Yeah, I would say, and I love that. And endurance event as well. You know, I was thinking about, as you were talking about that, a bad self-talk is a very fierce competitor. It is. Like, uh, they don't, it's, the, it's the most formidable competitor. You can't do anything if that's yeah. going on in your head. Yeah. It doesn't matter what else is going on. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And it's, and, it, and it's not a rollover. Like, oh, hey, I, I told my voice there just to stop. And so it's over now. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. It's a journey. <laughs> you need something stronger than that. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's good. I, I always say to people, you know, talk to yourself the way your best friend would talk to you. Yeah. Think about it that way. It's so true. And, you know, I, I think at this time, um, you know, I've had a couple guys on. I had Vincent Lancey on. He, he wrote a book called Mr. Lancey Talks uh, Mental Health. Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. And, you know, that's a big deal. That's a big deal right now in a pandemic. Everyone yeah. got, guess what? If, if you don't like you and all of a sudden you're in a pandemic and you got to be spending all this time with you, you know, like that's right. I, I see, there's a lot of people I've seen and I, and I may be guilty of this. Uh, I don't know, but um, <laughs> you know, you get busy and sometimes that's, Hey, I'm busy. Cause I don't want to spend too much time with me and yeah. because I'm fighting my, my fierce competitor here. And yeah. this is one of the ways I beat them. Like I, I, if I've only got an hour a day to actually finally sit down, I've already minimized the time in my head. Right. Yeah. And so I think there's some thought that, and then all of a sudden you go to this, Hey, let's shut down. You got all this time for you. And like, uh, I don't know if that's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important to, um, get really comfortable with, with who's in your head. And I, I find that writing helps a lot, you know, so I try to write down when I'm thinking my worst thoughts and I write down when I'm thinking my best thoughts. Journaling? Because, like, like you yeah. Journal. Yeah. And yep. And, uh, and also writing down when you have wins because then you can go back and you can look and sometimes writing down the negative thoughts you're having, having makes you realize how irrational they are. Yes. You know, like, come on, like, this is not, this is not, the truth here, you know? Yeah. And then if you've also written down, you know, your best moments and your best successes, you can see, oh, this is who you are at your yeah. best. This is, this is who you want to be. This is who you can be, you know? So kind of that juxtaposition. I don't, I'm not a, someone who journals every single day. I, I journal when I journal in the very highs and the very lows, but I think it's really helpful. Yeah. It's so good when you, you know, you've done all this. I mean, you know, as athletes, we self-assess, assess. I mean, we're constantly doing an audit of excellence, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of mirror tests. I, I love the mirror test every morning. You got to get in there, <laughs> brush your teeth. And, you know, I've had a couple of morning where I'm kind of hiding from it, you know, like yeah. look at me. Right. And knowing I haven't really got it done the way I'd maybe want to. Right. 
but what is something that everyone um when like you see that in the mirror like the one thing that maybe a lot of people miss that it's there it's there for them if they'd reflect on it and see it but they but they miss it what do you think that one thing is um i think your best self is in there you know mm. your best self doesn't it's not an accident you know your best self is in there and if if you don't feel that then you got to do the work to find him or her you know mm. and to bring that person to the day instead of whatever you're you're getting in the moment and i think what people miss is that they are entirely in control of that they yeah. can make a decision as to how how they want to talk to themselves how they want to approach the day they can figure out the proper triggers for themselves whether that's getting up and exercising or meditating or listening to certain type of music you know my mood i found i can really change with music and so yes. that's a great thing then if you have your you have your playlist or your your genre that's your go to to get you in the right mindset then um you know that about yourself so yeah I think people miss how much they're in control of their own life and how they feel about it, to be honest. Mm. That's awesome, man. I mean, I, I know our listeners see value today in this episode. I mean, I enjoyed learning about best self. I enjoyed learning about facing adversity, you know, getting back to no regrets, do everything I can control, leave it on the line and, you know, let the expectations out a little bit and let it fall. Uh, I enjoyed learning about managing stress, like how important that is when we go along and uh, how we take care of ourselves, putting ourselves first, our first, our self-care, um, that persistence and resilience it requires to, to keep winning um, and finding a way. And then the best self, you know, I love that. Talk to you like your best friend talks to you, you know, the people that admire you and, and I'm, um, I'm a massive proponent of music as my, cause I love it. Um, and been in it from like theater and everything from early age. But I tell you as much as I'm a proponent, I also caution people with what they're putting in their minds. Like some of the sure. stuff that kids choose. And I'm like, that's awful. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like thinking through this, like what you need in your mind is, is more positive, not, not stuff that some, some stuff that's out there in some of the genres. Right. Yeah. Um, for sure. So time before we go, best, best way to win. Is there, is there something that you want to share with the listeners we did not touch on today? Um, the last thing I would share is something, I have kind of a, a conversation that's recent in my mind because it, it was a couple week long conversation with a good friend of mine. And it involved basically having a job offer that this person felt very, it was very scary because it was such an amazing offer. Yeah. And so that's supposed to be a great thing, right? Yeah. Right. But I think there were feelings of inadequacy, some imposter syndrome, some wondering sure. what the what is the catch. And, you know, yeah. maybe there are things here that aren't as good as as I'm thinking they are, and I'm gonna figure it out and wish I had made this decision. And um, and also just lots of questions about what do they what do they want from me? I'm not getting much clear direction, that kind of stuff. And I said, you know what, be the expert that they're hiring you to be. They came to you, they want you for this role. That's very clear. What's getting in the way is your reaction to it and all these thoughts that you're putting mm. in your head, be the expert they want you to be. And I, that's something that I learned going up on the stage and speaking is that the people in the audience are your biggest fans. They want you to do a great job. Yeah. 
And so if you're, if you're feeling like you're not going to do a good job, that pressure is coming from you. They want you to get up there and just knock their socks off. And if you think right. about it that way, that's actually very empowering. Mm. And so, you know, I, I would think go up there and be the person that they came to get inspiration from. And I think you can pl- apply that to many other things in life, a meeting, a conversation, you know, a project. And so that's what I would leave everybody with. Love it. Share your social media again on LinkedIn and Gaffigan and on Twitter. A-N-N-G-A-F-F and Gaff. G-A-F-F, yes. Yep. And her name's right there on her, on her picture there. Then, uh, all right, so your quote, was, it, was that your quote of the day? Is it your go-to quote for when things are down? I know we were going to do the uh, quote of the day. I never saw a wild thing feel sorry for itself. Yeah, I love that. Yep, that's it. I'm going with that one. I love that. For, for everyone else, you can follow us on the Leadershipity YouTube channel. We are on Leadershipity, leadershipity.com. You can find it either at, on all the social medias, either at Leadershipity or Trent M. Clark. We're at both. You can easily find us there. Um, for, for me, um, I, I thought a lot about, um, you know, our show, we, we do a lot of things and very important that uh, for, for listeners, we want to continue to find the one percenters. And this is so great going into Tokyo to talk about like you know, the Olympics and everything that's going on. So this is great timing. Uh, we want to, if you'll rate us five stars, always love that. We uh, work hard to find value delivering one percenters that come in and will deliver content for you. So that's so important to us. And we want to do that each and every time. So thankful for that. The, um, Pyramid of Leadershipity. Our ebook is coming out soon. We hope you'll look for that. You can DM or email if you want to know more about that. We are super excited about all the itties of leadership and talking about that pyramid. That's going to be super awesome and looking very much forward to that. Do you have a closing remark for us, Anne? I don't. Everybody go out there and talk to yourself nice. How about that? I, I love that. I mean, I, I, you know, we're just not seeing enough of that, like uh, how important that is and that self-care, talking to yourself well and, and being open and everything about that. That is, that is absolutely critical. Uh, what I will close with for Anne here is, as I was thinking this week, I always take some time to think through the week and think through um, you know, what we're talking about, who, who's going to be here, all, all the different uh, conversations that we have. And a lot of things come to me, you know, almost like as the week goes, we see different things that enter into your life because I'm your, your thought process. You're looking for opportunity to talk more about the issues that we face, who's going to come on, some of the challenges there, looking at the background story of where you've been. And uh, that's always so great. So I always uh, look for something that comes in. And uh, one of the things that struck me was, I, I'm not sure, you, I think you may have posted it actually. I saw this post and it said, it was a quote by Ray Dalio, right? Who wrote Principles. That could have been me. <laughs> yeah. Never rule out a goal because you think it's unattainable. Yep. And I love it. We talked a lot about goals. Never rule out a goal because you think it's unattainable. I, I thought yep. that was... So important. I think it's what we talked a little bit about when when you and I were kind of, hey, if I set this thing, maybe maybe it's not the right goal at all. And I'm like, so I don't know. Like you said, if you if you'd ruled out 
being the time trial champion in 04 at the beginning of 04 because you quote unquote didn't have the knowledge then that you'd have that ability nine months later because that's a long mm -hmm. way away right nine months i mean we're talking about almost 300 days and yep. a lot to happen. I, I i can't tell you how many times i have conversations at work and in life where someone just immediately shuts down a thought that they have after expressing it because they don't think there's any way it could happen and it can be small things you know um or big things right and i'm like well wait a minute you know yeah. that's an interesting idea let's talk about it and sure it might take more work than going and saying to something somebody we want to do this and getting the yes it might take some you know political maneuvering convincing you know yeah. data backup that kind of thing but let's not shut it down just because we don't think it'll be accepted or possible or or what have you um let's let's seek it out let's suss it out and, and see if we can you know, at least exhaust the options before we completely say, never mind, you know, right. because um, if you had that thought, there's a good reason. And, and uh, so I'm always, I'm always pushing people to make sure to explore all of the options with and get as much information as you can before you just shut down a, yeah. a process. So that, that quote for me, thinking about you, it just, it just landed for me. I mean, I just yeah. thought that is, you know, win, winners find a way and, and willing to talk about that opportunity, just as you said, like, is, is it really unattainable? Like there are 10 steps to everything, right? Like we can mm -hmm. back into those 10 steps. Somehow everybody got there. I tell a lot of people that that road to elite, there is a clear pattern to it. Uh, where everyone stumbles is it's not easy, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. but the path is actually very clear. Like yeah. there are just some principles that you can go in and if you can follow those steps, but I mean, are you willing to make the sacrifices? Are, are you willing to put in the time? Um, do you really have this ability to have the mindset, the mentality, the, the self-discipline? There's so many things that are on top of that, that while it may even seem simple when you look at the 10 steps, they're not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Or known. That's awesome. Those 10 and, steps might not even be known. <laughs> yeah. And I am so excited that you were on today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Winners Find a Way show. And until next Friday, we'll hope and look forward to seeing you then. Thanks so much for having me, Trent. Thank you for joining us for another Winners Find A Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. If you love this episode, share this episode with your friends and follow us on whatever podcasting medium you're listening to. If you want more content from us, join us at leadershipity.com or the Leadershipity YouTube channel. You can find us on all the social media networks at either Trent M. Clark or Leadershipity for our award-winning workshop win with great teams you can find that page on linkedin as well as our corporate page leadershipity if you want to win more it starts with you today say it with me now i have what it takes <laughs>